Aloha guys, this is Jason from Hawaii. I'm doing my mini review of Redemption number one. Now this is an AWA um, comic. It's written by Krista Faust, art by Mike Diodato Jr. and colors by Lee Lowridge. Now this is the same creative team that did the other AWA um, miniseries called um, Bad Mother. Now basically, um, Redemption is the name of the comic, but also it's the name of the um, this post-apocalyptic western town um, in the story as well. So basically, overall, the story is about a post-apocalyptic story, um, you know, that's ruled by, you know, basically by, you know, one man. And I think, you know, and I want to say it's probably, it's more um, um, that one man is um, Preacher Nathan. And, you know, and his, you know, I would say probably his right arm man is Sheriff Gage. So um, Redemption is... Um, it's kind of like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome meets Unforgiven. You know, uh, it's a great story. Um, the main character is Cat Turner, um, who is referred as the Butcher. And I love this character because, you know, um, she's a very, um, she's a real strong female character. And the other thing that's really good about this is that... Um, um, she's a little bit, she's a um, little bit older because usually normally we'd see you know female characters as you know as young and very you know very strong-willed characters, but this one you know um, Cat Turner um, she's you know she's you know she's a little bit you know she's a little bit more matured um, and you know again she's a very strong um, female character. Um, you know, it's a great story. You know, basically, you know, the story takes place, you know, talks about redemption. It also gives, you know, starts giving a little bit of background of Cat Turner as well. And it's like towards the end of the um, issue, we finally um, get to see and meet Cat Turner. And it's pretty awesome. Again, you know, the art is done by Mike Diodato Jr. The art is very beautiful. I I know, I've, you know, seen Mike Diodato's um, other works, but this one in this comic book it's really very beautiful it's it's you know well drawn it's well well drawn out it's very beautiful um also too what i also um like about redemption as well too is that you know um not only the art by mike diodato jr what's pretty cool is that he also um uses um i i want to say it looks like you know he kind of uses um 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 some photo um um, 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 actors, um, like, um, you know, like kind of like photo, photorealistic actors, or he tried to get their likeness. That's what it is I'm trying to say. He's trying to get the actors, some actors likeness of who would play these characters. Like, you know, the bad guy, um, you know, um, preacher Nathan, he sort of looks like Lance Hendrickson, you know, the actor from aliens. And of course, you know, from the famous one, uh, famous TV series, millennium, um, you know, Cat Turner, you know, I swear, she kind of, you know, she, she sort of resembles, you know, um, Robin Wright. And for some reason, I, you know, um, if they ever do make a movie, I hope that they do get Robin Wright um, for this role. Um, you know, Sheriff um, Gage, I, you know, I don't know, you know, which actor they're going for. But, you know, the thing I love about um, Sheriff Gage was he sort of looks like, um, um, sort of has that similar um resemblance towards Jonah Hex. Not the mouth part, the eye part. And, and it looks pretty cool. You know, I, I, that was the thing I, I really caught on to that. Um, 
if you guys do pick up this um, comic book, um, it came out um, last week. I, I want to say it was like, I think, what was it, like February 10th or something. So, you know, um, so hopefully it's still in stores. If you guys do pick this comic book up, please read the back matter as well. Uh, I love Krista Faust explaining about her story and so forth. The thing I really loved about it is that she explained that, you know, in this post-apocalyptic world, it was not one singular event that triggered the you know the uh, wipeout of the world it was a combination of things of you know of you know disease um civil unrest you know basically you know a slowdown a break uh, breakdown in society that led up to all this so you know if you guys get a chance you know pick up redemption number one by awa my rating for this i'm going to say it's for fun and profit you know i can see them i can see this being you know option as a movie you know, so if you guys get a chance, like I said, pick up um, Redemption number one. I forgot to mention to you that it's a five, um, it's a five-part um, mini-series. Um, so that's it, guys. You know, I'm gonna say, you know, please keep reading your comics and then just enjoy what you're reading. All right, that's it, guys. Aloha. This is Jason from Hoi. I'm doing a mini review of Casual Fling by writer Jason Starr. The artist, I'm gonna try to pronounce his name, Dalabor Dalajik and colorist Marco Lesko. Now, um, Casual Fling is a four-part miniseries from AWA. It came out um, last week on February 10th. Now, you know, um, basically, um, in a nutshell, it's basically, um, the story is like, you know, Fatal Attraction. Um, but for me, the little twist is, it's not the man that, cheat, um, that um, cheats on his wife, but it's the wife that cheats on her husband. So, you know, basically, um, let me introduce you to the players. Because, to me, I don't think this story has any, um, you know, someone who is the protagonist or antagonist. I, to me, I think they're just players in this story. The player is, of course, the wife is Jennifer. And then um, the uh, person she cheats um, with is, is one of her clients, is um, Alex Miles. Now, the thing is, her husband... Throughout the whole, you know, I just noticed this. I have to flip through the, the comic book to see, um, you know, to see what her husband's name is. And I'm going to be honest with you. I looked through it a couple times. I, I couldn't find the husband's name. So I thought that was a very interesting thing. So, um, but let me at least describe the husband a little bit. The husband is basically as she, as Jennifer um, talks about in, in you know in, in this issue is that basically he's an it you know um an i a computer guy you know an it guy and you know he's supposed to be doing some consults and so forth but mostly he's just been basically a stay-at-home dad and to me he's a little bit to me he's a little bit like you know kind of a needy guy and what i mean by that is you know um a couple times throughout the issue is that you know, in the opening scenes that, you know, um, he's burning breakfast already, you know, um, you know, um, and a couple pages in, you know, he has to call Jennifer to ask her, you know, where's the diapers in the diaper bag? You know, you packed the bag, where's the diapers? So I'm kind of going, you know, part of me is kind of like, dude, you're the husband, you've been home, you know, for at least a year or two, you should, you know, you should be able to have to handle this down and have, you know, you know, you should be packing the diaper bags and so forth like that. So, uh, what I really love about this story, you know, this first issue, is that it's about everyday people. It's about 
you know, kind of like an everyday marriage type deal. Because the opening scene is, you know, you know, it's all it is is, you know, um, the husband making breakfast for the two kids, and you know, and Jennifer is trying to get ready for work, and all it is is just, hey, you know, don't forget, um, um, you know, so and so's recitals tonight. Yes, I'll be there. What time is it? I told you, it was seven o'clock. And, and it's and it's all it's all like, um, it's all of, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this, and then. As the issue continues on, you know, there is this, um, you know, Jennifer has to, you know, like, um, is part of this um, huge um, presentation to get another, and I think she's a lawyer, I think, or something. So she's trying to get another, you know, um, she's entertaining another company. I guess they're trying to bring in as clients. So then, you know, then, um, you know, all of a sudden, you know, at, you know, at the end of the meeting, they're going, oh, yes, by the way, we're having these drinks tonight. And people are starting. I can't make it. I can't make it. And then someone looks at Jennifer and goes. Jennifer goes. I, I guess I'll go. So she has to miss her daughter's recital, basically. But the thing is, that's when things start picking up. Then she starts meeting um, Alex Miles. So and what's pretty cool is that I love this part. There's a you know for two pages, Jason Starr and uh, um, Dalibor Chajlik. Sorry, the artist. What it is is pretty cool because on you know they basically on one page they do a six panel thing uh, and for basically so for you know for you know so and it's, and it's pretty cool because all of a sudden you know um you see Jennifer and Alex just talking and it's like they're they're clicking on all cylinders basically they're talking about you know um they're talking about their their likes their dislikes their family backgrounds and you can see them really really connecting you know and then um and then i if i remember correctly i think alex proposes that you know he should come back to the hotel or something she's like no 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 you know and then you know eventually you know um you know eventually you know she runs into him again alex at a coffee shop the next day and then you know he tells her hey you know i'm gonna be in town one more day you know so and then she just she just basically does it you know she she has she has this one night stand with him you know she feels guilty about it she tries to make up for with her husband and kids they you know they you know they decide to do you know a family night out she she's buying these you know concert tickets for her husband so but then all of a sudden in that in the middle of this you know family outing at, during dinner time alex calls and he says hey i'm going to be in town you know i'll another you know little while longer hey how about we meet up and she's kind of like no 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 and he's kind of go yeah i i think we should so it's really you know this is you know these are the little things you know that that that's um getting a little suspenseful you know um and the thing about it is that um again this comic to me that what i really like about it is it's about everyday people it's about it's basically a slice of life of everyday people and then the thing is, and, and it's just that, and also too is that, you know, I'm, you know, the wife made a mistake. Now, I'm not pointing blame or anything. She made a mistake. But now it's like, now she has to deal with the consequences of this. You know, um, so, you know, you know, um, you know, like I said, this is a really great story. You know, I, I can't wait for the other issues, you know, the, um, you know, I can't wait for the other issues to come out. So I can't really see where this story really goes. So, you know, if you guys get a chance, pick up Casual Fling number one. Um, my rating on this, I know this subject matter is a little heavy. It's a little deep, but I'm going to stick with, I know. So my, my, 
you know, my rating on this is going to be a fun read. But like I said, there's a lot of layers to this. It's a really good story. So, you know, that's it, guys. Um, like I said, you know, um, enjoy the comics you read. You know, read what you love, guys, okay? Thank you for listening. Until next time, aloha. This is Jason from Hawaii. I'm doing a review on a 2017 trade paperback. It's Spencer and Locke. Now, this four-part miniseries came out in 2016. The trade paperback came out in 2017. It's written by David Pepos, art by Jorge Santiago Jr., and colors by Jansen Smith. Now, you know, um, you know, when I first heard about this premise, Spencer and Locke, you know, probably back about maybe 2000, yeah, probably about 2015, 2016, I thought this was a great premise. And then, of course, you know, um, just earlier this year, I interviewed David Pepos, you know, so it really got me going. He's like, I want to pick up this trade. I want to, you know, I, I really, you know, want to get this trade and, you know, read this. So basically what it is, the premise is basically Calvin and Hobbes are cops in Sin City. Spencer is the, the six-foot panther, um, and Locke is now a detective. So what it is is that both Spencer and Locke are investigating the murder um, of um, Locke's um, childhood sweetheart, Sophie. Um, Locke is a very damaged soul. He's a very damaged character, you know, um, in this book. You know, um, what it is, and basically what it is is that, you know, um, the opening page basically sets up the premise of how um, Locke's childhood um, was. You know, it starts off with a sort of a Calvin and Hobbes take, you know, of um, Locke and, you know, and Spencer, you know, going off to do mischievous things in the, you know, literally in the middle of the night. And basically, Locke's mom catches him and basically instead of just starts yelling at him and telling him to start, you know, heading back home she decides to beat him. So as you can see already, you know, the pattern of abuse that Locke has endured, you know, um, you know, as a child. Um, you know, there's a lot, to me, there was a lot of layers in this book. Um, you know, the layer of basically, you know, um, you know, the um, adults, you know, when Locke as a child, you know, the adults basically um, failed him, you know, basically, and, you know, instead of loving and protecting Locke, you know, um, basically they abused him, you know, in every way, you know, you know, um, so it, you know, it, it was really, it was very eye-opening, you know, the story is really good, it's very eye-opening, um, you know, um, also, you know, but as the story progressed, and also to me, you know, um, David Pepples, to me, you know, I, I, you know, basically I went through this, um, you know, through this trade in like less than two days, you know, because the the story really moves, you know, and, you know, the, the other thing I like about it too is that, you know, no one stood there and, you know, you didn't see any characters go, you know, and, or you don't see Locke going, and this is why I became a cop, and, you know, and then we have this huge, you know, these like three or four, you know, word balloons in one panel explaining why he became a police officer and blah, blah, blah. No, it just kept moving because, you know, I to me, I think David Pepples um, respects the readers and kind of you know and respects the readers and you know and, and and you know lets the readers you know kind of figure out you know to let them know yeah you know, this is what's going on. Let me just show you what's going on and you know and I don't need to explain it to you what's going on. And that's really good. That's why I like why the story to me. That's why the story really moved. You know, really moved fast. Um, 
like I said, this story has a lot of layers. You know, to me, also, too, you know, it's a story about, you know, forgiving oneself. Um, it's also, there's, you know, I would say there's also, you know, um, how to overcome past traumas and grow beyond that. And I'm going to say, in a weird way, it's about unconditional love. Because um, Spencer and Locke, you know, even though Spencer is still literally, you know, this stuffed animal that Locke walks around with. You know, Locke is, you know, his only friend that, you know, loves him unconditionally and accepts him for who he is. You know, so I, like I said, I know it's a, in a weird way, it's, it's a story also about unconditional love. You know, um, so if you guys get a chance, you know, you know, if you guys get a chance, you know, pick up the Spencer and Locke, um, volume one trade paperback, you know, if you guys get a chance. Um, so also to my rating for the Spencer and Locke trade it's fun. I know there's a lot of heavy subject matters in this, but, but you know, but I'm gonna rate this as a as a fun. It it it's a good story to read. If you have or if you can track down Spencer and Locke number one, that's gonna be I'm gonna rate that as a fun and profit. The reason is is that there are talks about you know optioning this as probably you know probably as a movie. So you know so if you guys have Spencer and Locke number one. You know, keep that or try to, you know, look for a cheap copy of Spencer and Locke number one. So, you know, again, guys, you know, um, enjoy the comics you read. Love what you read, you know. That's it for me. You know, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, guys. Aloha.